0: Today on the show, singer-songwriter Liza Ann and I talk about her debut album, the aptly named The Colder Months, plus other things on episode 54 of Who Writes This Stuff. Hey, guys, what is going on? My name is Nick Flora. This is Who Writes This Stuff, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. I am... I've been through some stuff guys I've been through some stuff uh, I took a week off of vacation which I never do and this is why I don't do it because I am like on the way home from vacation immediately got hit with the worst flu I've ever had in my life and I don't get sick that often so that traditionally makes me a wuss when I do get sick if I get a paper cut Or, you know, a small sniffle. I turn it into a big, dramatic thing. But this was the worst flu I've ever had in my life. The worst sickness. I was basically horizontal on my bed for a week. Um, Awful, just coughing. uh, And, you know, fever back and forth all day. It was pretty terrible. And uh, it took me eight days to get over it. And I finally did. And now I am fine um but i have this weird it's like there was an ocean going on inside of me of sickness and then the ocean storm subsided and now i have like this sandbank of like junk that wasn't there when the storm started in the ocean uh and now that is formed and lodged itself into the left part of my ear so i cannot hear out of my left ear it's just full of junk um which has made life very interesting I'm constantly freaked out and and paranoid that there's somebody on my left side. Um, I'm constantly jumping, like a Mike Myers character, to the left side, like uh oh. okay, um, nobody's there, um, but I keep doing it. So I'm very I'm I'm thrown off. My peripheral vision is, is thrown off for some reason, and just overall I I don't have good reflexes, and uh, it stinks. But hopefully it will go away in the next couple days. But I wanted to put the podcast up because uh, this is uh, this is episode fifty-four with uh, Liza Ann, who just turned twenty. She goes to Belmont University in Nashville. She is a a young singer songwriter. She's really good, and I don't understand young people who are just good uh, right off the bat. It it confuses me because I was not I wasn't good for a long time. Some would argue that I'm still not great, but. I think I'm at least good, but it's just confusing to me when people come out and release an album and it's really good and it's like their first time, their first try. So I talked to Liza Ann about that and, uh, you know, other stuff too. Um, but, uh, she's really great and delightful and she can sing and she did this great cover of this Miley Cyrus song, which, uh, wrecking ball, which I'm sure we're all familiar with at this point, but, uh, she, she did it the way it needs to be done. Some songs you're like, that song's sort of annoying. Um, although I do like Wrecking Ball, and then you hear somebody do it that is not swinging naked on a actual Wrecking Ball, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's in you know, there's heart and emotion and stuff in that. So, without all the annoying stuff, she did a great job, and that's sort of how I came to know who she was. And, and then she had this album that's coming out, and I got a, an advanced copy of it. It is out now, you can get it if you're a person listening to this. Um, but anyway. You should get it. It's really good. It's called The Colder Months, and we will talk about it a lot. So uh, if you get it now and listen to it and then come back and listen to this podcast, it will make it even better. But if you want to listen to this podcast and then get it and remember the podcast, you you know where I'm going with this. Okay, so uh, a couple things I wanted to mention. It's really cold. I don't like winter, and I think I like winter because, you know, I'm artistic, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm, like, You know, I I like it cold and I want to like sit by a cold window and and think about my like deep introspective artistic thoughts. But that's not true. I don't like it cold at all. I think I could be just as artistic and introspective if I was looking at a beach scene um, and it was 88 degrees outside. I think I'd be okay. So um, it's really cold and I can't, people won't shut up about how cold it is. And you know why? Because it's so cold that it just takes over everything. And I feel like heat does that too, but I don't remember what heat feels like. So I'm just going to talk about how cold it is. And it's very apropos because we do, you know, Liza's album's name is The Colder Months. So it's perfect for this time of year. I'm, I'm about sick of it, though. We're February at this point. So hopefully um, it will be over. And I'm sorry if, you li- if you're listening to this in the future and it's not cold anymore. I'm very sorry that you have to listen to somebody. Exp- if you're listening to this in a warmer climate, you can... Feel through the microphone that that I'm that I'm talking about how cold it is, and maybe you want it to be cold, and so you know I'm doing you a service. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm booking a lot of shows. Most of my Februarys are either spent um, making albums or or uh, or booking shows or both, and I am sort of doing a little bit of both, mostly booking shows. So if you would like uh, to book a Nick Flora show, you can do so by emailing booking at nickflora.com. Um, I don't care where you live; I will come wherever you are wherever people are who want to hear me play music and tell stories and make jokes and make friends. Let's do that. Okay. I'm starting this new segment because I feel like I do a lot of the talking on this show and you guys have cool things to say too. I would like to involve you more. So, um, I've met a lot of you on the road and a lot of you emailed in, um, to the show. And, uh, so I, I don't really know what to call this because other podcasts do this, I'll, I'll come up with a clever name in a, in a, 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 jingle at some point, but now, uh, we're going to call it question of the week. And I'm going to ask a question at the beginning of every podcast. And, uh, the next, I want everybody to write in. And then the next podcast, um, I'll read all the answers and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it more. Maybe it'll open up a discussion and, uh, maybe I'll even ask the guest the question as well. If, if, if we get that fancy, so I'm already doing that where if you want to, uh, if you follow at who writes pod on Twitter or, or on Facebook or on Instagram at who writes pod, then uh, I'm already a- start asking questions. Like, what do you want to ask uh, our artist or our guest that week? And I'm, I'm starting to have more people on than just singer songwriters you'll see coming up. So all that said, here's the question this week. Uh, who's a band or artist in your opinion, who released a stellar debut album, since we're talking about Liza's debut, but never quite followed it up. So somebody, I can think about a handful, who released something that you were just like, man, their first album is their best album, and then everything after it sort of, you know, was just okay or not good. Um, I'm interested in in who you think released an amazing first album and then just never followed it up. I have friends who say Counting Crows, and I disagree with that. I think eventually they started stinking it up, but I think the first three or four was really good. I'm okay with it. Um, And then Weezer comes to mind too, except some people would argue that Blue is the best Weezer album. I would say that they put out a few that are pretty stellar, uh, at least two, first two for sure. But anyway, think of an artist, a band, they put out a great first album and never followed it up, and I want to know what you think. Email, who writes this stuff? Podcast at gmail.com and, um, and, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll read it on the show, and we'll have a good old discussion. So that's the question of the week. So, um, if you want to contact the show, you can do, email what I just said, you know, who writes the stuff podcast at gmail.com Um, if anything that, uh, Liza and I talk about in this episode, or that we've talked about in previous ones, grabs you in a certain way, shoot me a line. Let me know. I might read it on the show. Um, If you want to donate to the show, you can do so by going to the podcast blog and clicking on the donate link. That uh, helps us buy more bandwidth, more space, put up more episodes. Very helpful. All 100% of the the proceeds goes to uh, making the podcast better. So if it sucks, uh, you know, it's your fault. I'm not taking the blame for that. So you can follow on Twitter at WhoWritesPod, as well as our Facebook page. Go and like it. Also, leave iTunes reviews. You can go to the iTunes podcast page and leave a quick review of the show. And I'll give you a shout-out on this very show. Nobody's left one since the last episode, so I'm not going to, you know, shout-out no one. So anyway, as you can tell, uh, I am in recovery mode, so I'm a little bit... Um, I have a lower voice I, I haven't talked much I'm just deciding that I enjoy life again After not being able to enjoy it for a week of, of laying down and being sick So thank you guys for listening I am very appreciative Although the tone of my voice speaks otherwise uh, I think you guys are great And I think you're going to like Liza Ann So let's get into it Here's my talk, episode 54 Let's do it mm-hmm. I know that's 50 so this will be episode 50 something 53 54 something oh like that. My gosh. so wow it's incredible Which I
1: know well <laughs> over wow. the course
0: of two years but uh <laughs> you know there's, I'm also trying
1: that's to
2: like maintain one a music every career two weeks
0: yeah yeah I try to do two a month that's so and good. if I'm home I'll do I'll do more you know just it's, it's a fun just sort of other thing that I can do to sort of promote you yeah know. and that's I feel like as an artist that's you got to find I've always felt for me anyway like a lot of opportunities were given to other artists that I didn't know. I was like, how did you get that? How did you get this manager? How did you get this, like, I I don't, you know, there's no set kind of like, follow this list of things and you will succeed as a musician. You just kind of have to You just have to be
1: in
2: the right place at the right time and know kind people who believe in you.
0: Exactly. And and that's that's so vague.
2: (laughs) It is so vague because it's like, well, I have friends who like me and like my mom.
0: I know. But it's so
2: funny because when the doors start to open, it's very, like, oh, like, I guess I'm doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, so, exactly. It's and idea. it's like, oh, man, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yesterday I was really frustrated. I'm booking my my spring, and I was really frustrated. And I was like, I played a lot of shows last year, but even this year I was like, if I feel like I'm starting over. Almost right. like, okay, how do I, where do I go? I, you know, I felt very frustrated, and maybe, maybe I don't have what it takes. Like, you know, there's always that deep down, like, am am I, is everybody just being nice to me? I know. And then all of a sudden, like, two shows came out, like, people replied, and were like, yes, we'd love to have you, and so there's that validation again, like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not delusional.
2: It's a very funny industry, because it's all of us very emotional people, and then we are constantly putting ourselves out there, and it's like, hey, like, Oh my gosh, this is what I think, this is what I feel. And then you feel like, "Oh my gosh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm just this emotional person yeah. venting on stage in front of all my friends." Like, what?
0: It, it's this weird marriage of the of the artist of you have you have to be you sort of have to have this this ego that of, of course like what I have to say is worth getting on stage and singing yeah. about. And also deep inside where that's just a, th- a thin layer covering up this like I don't think anybody likes me. I think everybody, you know, this <laughs> sort of like <laughs> It's,
1: it's, it's so weird. The fact weird. that
0: anybody it's is so, friends with us is is kind of crazy. We should buy them trophies and, and flowers.
2: All the trophies, <laughs> all the flowers. Constantly just
0: like, thank you for being uh, around me.
2: I know. Because I feel like, so, like, as songwriters, we are just so fragile. And it's like, we take it's, everything the wrong way, but in the right way. Because ridiculous. then we put it to song, and everyone's like, I, I get it.
0: I know, okay. and it's like, it's, have you found, like, that it's often the thing that you're like, I'm gonna write a song about this, but I don't think anybody should hear it, and then...
2: And then that's the one that you that's end up the singing people, the
0: most. And the one that people, like, are like, are like, oh my gosh, that song. Like, or, yeah. you know, where they mentioned the most to you, and you're like, oh, so... <laughs> and it really, for me, anyway, like, the, the past couple of years, every song that I've sort of been like, man, this is the most emotionally raw I've been. Like, I'm kind of weird about releasing this. It feels like releasing a part of you, like... Yeah. If this gets rejected, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's And yeah. then it, and then it just, that's the one that almost gets embraced the most.
2: That's how I felt about the record that I just recorded, because I spent a whole year just emotionally being like, this is everything that I've been feeling and been going through in its most raw state. And I was literally like, people are going to hate this. And Your record like, is
0: very raw. It is it
2: just, is, here it is. Like, yeah, very I mean, you
0: literally, and you literally, I was very impressed. Like, you literally say, like... I mean, you have a song like, I'm not in love with you anymore. I
2: know. And it's... I feel so bad. It's the, like, I feel like... I, um.
0: And the whole song is building up, and you know, if you know you the know name of the song, coming. you know it's coming, and it's almost, like, uncomfortable, like, when you know a breakup <laughs> is know. coming, and you're just like, just say it. Well, just don't build up.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the whole idea of the song, was just the, like, the feeling it coming in the... Oh, oh, you can feel it. Oh, my god, It's kind of amazing. Oh,
0: <laughs> like, oh I thank like, you. you encompass this, like, feeling, I was like... 'Cause I know it's coming and you know and I you know, after you listen to so many songs, you sort of sort of as a songwriter you fig- you know the pattern when you listen to things. Mm-hmm. Like we listen to things yeah. different than a lot of people.
2: We listen to it with a songwriter's mind. But there's
0: too. but I knew it was coming and yeah. and it's still like it's still like hurt as much it as it stings. Oh it does.
2: Man, it stings.
0: But you're nineteen, right?
2: Yeah, nineteen.
0: That's really young. I'm gonna try to not <laughs> <I know. laughs> harp on the fact that you're so young. It's but, okay.
2: <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm sure um, you do,
0: but it's not fun. I was young. It's just funny. <laughs> I feel like
2: I'm like trucking along and taking way longer to get to like twenty than everyone else, but it's okay. It's good. Though. I'm turning twenty the day before the album comes out.
0: Oh when is so that? When is it release? February fourth. Okay. Yeah. Try to put this out around the same time
2: yes cool okay
0: That's so you, it'll be like happy birthday here's my record
2: i know i'm 20 finally everyone you can
0: kill people into buying the record because i know like hey
2: you don't have to give me birthday present but please talk Just about this out. for a couple of days like <laughs> retweet <seriously>. this <laughs> that, that, that retweet. Be, <laughs> happy birthday to me please that could
0: be that could yeah that, that could tell totally, yeah. I, I did that for a, i think i i did a kickstarter i know you did too yeah did how did a, your
2: kickstarter go
0: it went great like, it i cool? did one that, when kickstarter first started that did not go well
2: that's because no one, I was like, what was No,
0: I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I didn't know you had to promote it. I was just like, just I set like, it up, hey. and, like, nothing happened. And then, uh, but with this one, like, I, what was I going to say? Shoot. Look that's good. okay. It's I not am,
2: my mind is so scatterbrained. So oh, good. Well, that's okay. we are artists, it's sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of part of the thing. Do you feel like you're
0: always juggling, like, a bunch of different things? Oh, like, my god, At once?
2: <laughs> always. Always. Especially with school, too. It's kind mm-hmm. of funny to me, because... I'm only taking six hours of school this semester, um, just kind of because I'm ahead, and I that scared me. I was like, oh my gosh, being done with school. And also, it just is easier for me not to have that much to work on in school. But it is always like I feel like I am constantly doing 20 things, and yeah. which makes me nervous because I don't want to like lose effectiveness in one of the things. But it's really cool. It's all coming together, and... But it is so hard.
0: Are you? Do you have like OCD tendencies with things?
2: I don't have that. I just have anxiety tendencies with things. Yeah. And when things start to get out of hand, then I like will just like clean my room because it makes me feel good. Yes. And I am the queen of being like three in the morning and like should be sleeping, but I will clean my room because. Yes.
0: I, it makes me I feel have good. A th- <laughs> I have a theory about that because I do that too. We all rearrange a room. Oh,
2: I rearrange all the rooms like.
0: I have a theory about this. Lord bless
2: my husband one day, because our house is gonna look different every day.
0: (laughs) But I love that. I I think it helps because so much of what we do, especially with songwriting and stuff, sometimes song you know, songs literally don't have to have an end. Like I think once you record it, that's one version of it, but then you play it live. It it just constantly evolves and hopefully and and I feel like so much of what we do is non it doesn't have really like a beginning, middle, end. Mm -hmm. So to do a task like like, I enjoy doing menial tasks that other people don't enjoy doing, like cleaning a room or like laundry or mowing the lawn. Something, anything that has like a, I'm starting this and then there's a finish that's, so that's in sight yeah. feels incredible. And it also, I, I feel like, helps free up uh, a creative space in my brain. Yeah. Because so I can think about creative things like while I'm doing it or. You know, some would argue that like rearranging a room or cleaning or whatever is sort of creative. Yeah. Because you are literally taking objects... <clears throat> like, if you rearrange a your room, you're taking objects that were one kind of canvas thing, yeah. and you're turning it into another thing. So that's mm-hmm. sort of you know creative by nature, I guess. But. That
2: makes so much sense. I, As a kid, I was always so confused. I'm like, I think I have insomnia. Like, I am 14, and I've rearranged my room three times yeah. tonight, so... <laughs> Yeah.
0: My friends always made fun of me my my room always looked different. Yeah. And I was like mine too. And, and and my mom asked me is like is there one perfect you know, setup of everything in the room That will finally make you relax and I was like, I really don't think there no, is
2: there's I there's not. <laughs> not I think it's just
0: whatever my whim is For the moment yeah. I'm like, I want the TV here And the couch here And yeah. I, I'm gonna set the room up in fourth So, like, there's a mini living room in the corner And, you know, it's just,
2: yeah. just It oh makes my gosh. no sense It's I maddening totally, I Once again,
0: the fact that we have for any friends at all is
1: it, it is unreal. unreal to me I can feel creepy. Though it lies heavy in my chest And in the space between your words It sits restless Hoping to get his chance to say It listens closer to your words Let out, but even harder to hold on to. And I wanna hold it by. I wanna save it, dear, from the truth that will set me free. Cause I can't save you by lying. Can't fill the empty space with pretty words just to make you happen. This is not what I wanna say. Oh, oh but it's what in me to hear. I am not in love anymore. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: Where
0: do you grow up? Where are you from? I
2: grew up in St. Simon's Island, Georgia. So it okay. is
0: I don't know where that is. It's
2: a little north of Florida. It's an actual island. So There
0: is an island. In, In Georgia? Georgia?
2: Yes. I know. That is the How question is this possible?
0: I've travelled all over this country and I did okay, not know that. It's on
2: the coast of Georgia. So Georgia's right above Florida and mm-hmm. it has that really long coastline. Yeah. And it's the panhandle? Is, yes. And kind of, no. Ish. Ish on the other side.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So
2: it's like yeah. But um yeah, so it's five hours south of Atlanta, an hour south of Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Savannah is? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's like right. It's down away.
0: there this fall-ish. Yeah, yeah. Savannah
2: is an incredible town. But, Gorgeous, um, yeah. Yeah, so I grew up there, and then my family moved to Atlanta, and I moved to Nashville like a year and a half ago. So.
0: Oh, so they moved when they knew that you were gonna. You were you done with high school at that point? Yes,
2: I was okay. done with high okay. school, and I have two siblings, and they just moved um, for the purpose of them going to a better school. So.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: And they is it weird to? It.
0: I guess they're closer, so that's better. But is it weird to go home and it not be like the it's home you so grew up weird. in? It's
2: so weird. It's so weird. And it's suburbia. It's like all of the strip malls and all of the Starbucks. And it's fun because it's different than being here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So going home is more of like a vacation. Um, a vacation in itself, I guess. But it yeah. is so funny because I don't have friends there, really. Well, yeah,
0: that would be weird. The
2: weird thing, though, is a lot of my friends from college are from that town that my family moved Wait, to. Wait, what so, town is it? Um, John's Creek and like coming right out in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Alphabet. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've seen all, I've yeah. going to Atlanta, you see all those signs. All
2: those signs, you're like, what are <laughs> all these places? I know. People that's live at these places? I know. It's I such think weird. about that, I'm like,
0: somebody lives there. I see this and it like enters my brain and exits my brain, but there's somebody who like made their home there. Yeah.
2: And whenever <laughs> I'm on trips and I'm passing like random exits or you pull off an exit and there's a gas station and then there's mm-hmm. like a random house, I'm like, someone's life is that house. Is that? And I'm just like, yeah. that's so weird to me. The world is so complex and.
0: And normal people don't think that.
2: I know. <laughs>
0: normal people and don't even look at it.
2: I know, they're I, like, oh, there's a house. Or yeah,
0: like, or if, you, even? if even that.
2: I know, it's such an odd thought. I think our brains are just made to perceive things in their deepest way of being perceived. It's so I interesting think so too. to me. Because everything, I don't know, I when I first came to school, one of the first things that, one of the first books I read, there was this quote that, was, that said something like, I want to be a person with whom nothing is lost. And it's the whole thing of like, dang it, I don't even want to be that, but that's what happens. Like yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything is just perceived and noticed and like felt, which is terrifying sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
2: also good. I don't know.
0: No, it is. I think, I think we sort of, I mean, I'm, I hope I'm not talking about artists. I mean, this is a podcast about artists. I don't know why I'm apologizing. <laughs> I, I, was I hope about I'm to not talking about
2: who's listening <coughs> the right
0: People now. who listen to this know that you know, they want to hear what artists are thinking. But, uh, but it is such a weird, and I, and, and just, like, the way we think about things, and then I think about the way we think about things. We're it's, just thinkers. It's so meta, it's 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 insane. And I, I wonder, I've said this before on the podcast, but I wonder, like, if our brain, the way we overthink, I wonder if it's either, it's either doing two things. It's either making, like, our brains are like a muscle, and we're every time we're just overthinking everything, and we're juggling all the things that we're talking about. Uh, it's either getting stronger, like a muscle, like a bodybuilder,
1: mm-hmm. or, or
0: it's, so which makes low. me happy. Yeah. Or like I want to think it's that, but but or it's it's like an old like MacBook that the fan is running. It's like you have to shut this down at some point, and like because even because sometimes down. sleep doesn't even happen, you know. And so oh, yeah,
2: because your dreams are just so real too. Yeah, I've written songs in my sleep before. Like are you serious? Yeah, my um, <laughs> it was so weird though. I, don't I think I've ever done that. It was more of I dreamt um, a melody, kind of, and woke up and could remember it and could remember the words and just wrote oh, it down, and crazy. it was really cool. So I have done. Like, I think hey. I've
0: done that where I'm like, oh, that's a cool melody, like when I did ju- Just Upon Waking, but then I never remember it. Yeah. I never write it down.
2: I don't know what, I woke up and just rolled over and clicked record on my phone and like in my morning voice, like sang it into the phone and was yeah. like, this is awful. The process of creating that kind of stuff is just insane to me, because there's no way to put it. You can't say this is how it happens. Yeah, it's just it happens. And it it really out. is
0: almost like I mean a lot of people sort of subscribe, and I, I do too, like to the notion that like creativity is just in the air, and like when you're especially when you're recording, or definitely when you're writing, mm-hmm. you just it's whatever you can kind of pull up and, and kind of harness and make work in your in yeah. your favor. It's sort of the it's the idea I've, I've read a lot about <laughs> about the different theories of this, but it's it's sort of the idea that uh, writer's block is is, like, bull crap. Like, it's not real. Like, it's just an excuse we use, Cause, and it's just depending on how well that day we are harnessing the creativity that's sort of swirling around us. Yeah. But I, I wonder, and it really is, there's sometimes where, like, the demo that I record when I first write a song, like, when it's minutes old, this newborn song, yeah. in into my phone is better. There's just something that, when I hear it on my phone, sounds better than, you know, the, the multi-thousand dollar studio we recorded it in. I'm like... I know. I keep going back to the demo, and I'm like, oh, but this sounds... And There's it's like your voice in
2: that moment is like honest and it yes. gets said and you hear all of the emotions that you felt through the whole process and it's it's a really cool thing. I don't know, and I love what you said about kind of just harnessing the cre- creativity around you because I've always said that like songwriting is so much more an art of listening than creating because you're not creating anything. You're just mm-hmm. noticing and then putting to words what you notice, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's the filter
0: in which we, we are taking in the world. Yeah. You know, which is a really cool thing if you think about it, I'm like so the,
2: glad I have that filter. Think yeah. about if you didn't write songs. You I don't know. know what I would do. I <laughs> would be insane.
0: Well, I mean, to take that away, it would be taking away the creative part of your brain. But then you'd be a completely different person. You wouldn't be you.
1: It would be so sad. That's how
0: big of a part of, like, being artistic in general, I think, is a part of a person. Depending on what levels. I mean, there's definitely, you know, the the... The person who works their day job and just works like a little, you know, has a little like project they do at home they don't really want anybody to see. But like definitely the performing creative person, I feel like I don't know what that would do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I And I, I feel like as, ever since I was a kid, I've always had like the kind of questions that I asked my parents and stuff were always out of left field. Oh, and they, yeah. And so they have like, you know, like all these stories about me asking like the, not necessarily deep things, but just like the kind of questions that you know kids are ask questions about colors or you know what, what where's the sun go at night or all this stuff. and i would i can't even think of an example but i would always pull like the the like where did most you, why profound. did you think about that
1: yeah
0: i'm like i don't know like i'm always i'm always going from like a like most parts of people would ask like question a i would i'd always skip b even and go to c <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what's this weird thing <laughs> Let and it just
2: I, make you all feel uncomfortable and my son so i know yeah and
0: i feel like in high school that can make you kind of like alienated too but College, and definitely in real life, if you, if you find yourself a creative sort of uh, community, I feel like, you know, now I'm making a living doing, like, being, <laughs> like, being hey, the weird left, yeah, you know. exactly. What was, uh, what was high school, it wasn't long ago, what was high school like? For you? I know,
2: last year, mm. no, I'm just kidding, it wasn't last year, it was a year, two years ago. Oh, But it is so weird, because all, a bunch of my friends are, like, in there mid-twenties, late-twenties, like, in their mm. high part of life, sure. and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, you guys graduated high school when I was in eighth grade. What is that? <laughs> like, I, it's
0: that's just that's so... a way to make no friends. I know.
2: That... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, like, just got out of middle school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's
0: depressing. So no, it's sad.
2: So... But um, high school was good. I went to a public high school, and I loved it. Um, kind of started writing and doing the music thing when I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. so um, my first year of school was like cheerleading, which was oh really weird. Yeah, can you? I just you don't can't. strike me as a cheerleader. Oh my gosh, I didn't strike myself as a cheerleader back then. It was like the whole <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I'll do this.
0: Yeah, and then are I you was athletic a, at all?
2: Um, you yeah. I I'm mean, always
0: interested in like artistic people that have like athletic ability too.
2: I love soccer a mm-hmm. lot, and I love playing like ultimate frisbee. I'm not motivated enough in. Like that kind of thing to work out a lot, which is the sad thing. But it's okay. Well, you're 19. You don't have to worry about working out now. I know. I mean, if
0: you want to like set, you know, that that in motion now, like where you know that those those good uh, habits or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you you're good. You you got a good ten years.
2: You got a good ten years until
0: your metabolism goes goes kaput. Goes kaput. Yeah, don't worry about that. That
2: is terrifying. Oh my (laughs) god.
0: Oh, it's gonna happen.
2: Uh, happen, you're, like, warning me. I, like, <laughs> oh, you it came, is. It's I so I came true. here to be warned about aging. Oh, my gosh.
0: And, uh, because your body changes shape every seven years. So, like, like, and oh you so you will start gaining weight in weird places.
2: Oh, my gosh. I wish people could see my <laughs> so face. You know. This is terrifying. <laughs> it's okay. But,
0: but it could also be good because there are people, I mean, there are people that I see their high school picture and they look completely different, you know, even five years later. Yeah. But, but, it, but it's not different. Of course, people grow, but it's, it's different. Like, oh, like, you were had a really, like, chubby face until you were 20. You know, and then, like, you yeah. your body changed, and you now you don't. Like, it's more slender. It's really weird. It it, so it's kind weird of how bizarre that how that happens. You can, and there's nothing you can do to stop there's it. There's
2: nothing you can do, and you just don't know what person you're going to turn into. No one knows. That's you could true. be a pair. You,
0: you could, could be turn a, into a pair. You are. Well, you you know, genetically, you could look at your parents and kind of put a pretty good picture yeah. together. But there might be some really weird, distant relative...
1: Who is a parent ...that you are... <laughs> <laughs> We called, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell of love. No one could deny. Don't you ever say I just walked away. I will always want. I can't live a lot running. I came in like a wrecking ball I never hit so hard a love All I wanted was to break your walls All you ever did was me. I put you high up
2: in the sky now It's like a metaphor for some like weird ex Yeah <laughs> No <laughs> You
0: you sing a lot about relationships. You, I do. Is this something that you have had a lot of relationships to pull from, or something you've seen?
2: I think it's more of personal. I haven't dated that much, though. Mm. It's more of just the relationships that I have had, had had have had um, lots of history behind and after that have made, I don't know, full records of songs, which is so weird because I really yeah I haven't dated much at all, but the times I have, it's been very like oh my gosh, this is so much like emotion. Yes. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which has been incredible and has really taught me a lot of things. And obviously, like, through the record, you can tell it was a lot of learning and a lot of vulnerability sure. and honesty. It um, is a very
0: vulnerable record.
2: I know. Yeah. It's kind of, like, nerve-wracking because when I wrote it, of course, I, you know, planned on friends hearing it and mm-hmm. planned on putting it into a record, but I never planned on you know, releasing this full record of literally songs from my journal pages. Like these were the songs, not mm-hmm. the ones that, you know, because I've studied songwriting at Belmont, and these were not the ones that my professors were like, "Oh, this one should probably be on a debut record. This will yeah. totally get attention." I was just like, "This is how I feel. So this is what's gonna be so on this record." So it is like ripped
0: from your journal pages, basically. literally. Yeah, That's awesome. It's,
2: yeah. You know how long it
0: takes people to get to that point. Like, Oh my gosh, it, I feel it takes like I'm jumping in time. and I'm
2: gonna just drown in it. But it's okay.
0: No, I think it's amazing, and I think just everything about the the record feels very it feels very real and raw and honest, but it also it has this weird. I think it's the, a lot of the production of it too. It just sort of immediately makes you at ease at the same time. Like it's That's really it's cool. it sort of it feels very yeah. It feels it's very easy to listen to, especially since a lot of the things you're talking to is very are very like. Raw and vulnerable and honest, and a lot of times it's like, okay, strap in, you know, <clears throat> like we're about to get real here. I know. You know, there's even some like, even like, um, like I go to a, like Adele's Twenty One record, uh, which I I went back and listened to for the first time in like a year or so. it's you Incredible. Know, it it might be it might be a perfect record, and I think there's so so much about it that I feel like it does that too, because there'll be like a groove on it, and and then we, but when you really and you're like, man, this is you're just like get lost in the song but when you realize what it's about it's sort of like
2: then it just hits you and you're like three oh, days like, in this emotional oh, this is drama. like some <laughs> pain
0: that this person went through or whatever i know but i feel like and i feel like that's that's sort of the job of a lot of putting together a record that is very raw and honest is to sort of make the delivery device which is the instrumentation the how the song is built sort of in the studio like the, sort of make it as as uh welcoming as possible and i definitely feel like yeah. Your record does that really well I think I think you'll be you'll be blown away by if you aren't already by the response.
2: I am so blown away already. And it's only you know, a your Kickstarter singles. people got it, right? Yeah, Did the I... Kickstarter people got it yesterday. So, um, oh, how is that still?
0: You're hearing a lot of feed, like, fun yeah, feedback, like, yeah.
2: I'm getting here. all these friends from high school, you know, saying, like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah. you know, because you send any friends from high school, you send them something, and they're like, You are Taylor Swift, in my mind, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, if all of our if everyone in the world could be our friends from high school, I know, so my gosh, would it'd be the best, the world, you yeah, know?
0: yeah, family, friends, family old friends, cousins, cousins best. people cousins. who knew you when you were like little kid, oh, can't believe that you're doing this. It doesn't
2: matter what you. Doing, they're just yeah. anyway. So it's been incredible to see the response from my old friends and um, family. But it's been just unreal to see these like new people that I don't even know who are listening to it and who are connecting with it yeah. and who get it. Like there was this um, a couple blogs from the UK have been just sharing the single and the video. And their little articles about it, I'm just like, you guys get it. Like, yeah. I should move there. <laughs> you understand? I know, I know. <laughs> They're just, like, describing, like, this should be listened to, like, while walking across Nordic Plains. It, and I'm like, it totally I feels that way, can't though. even handle this.
0: <laughs> the fact that it's called The Colder Months, I feel like you have, that's the name of the record, right? Yeah. Okay, that's the name. Of, I, I feel like you've set yourself up for... Uh, like anytime it gets cold, like that being one of the first records that gets out. Wow, which is really cool. cool. <laughs> in I'm the freezing, midst of yes. this like,
2: oh, it's like polar the vortex. Winter. I feel bad. I feel like I caused the coldest winter of
0: Wait a second. Are you saying everything? this that this this polar vortex is uh, a yeah, is a everyone. part of the, the publicity just, campaign? <laughs> yeah, we like
2: months. called God and we were just like, Hey, could you pull some strings
0: be really so that we uh, Yeah. It was set in motion years ago. <laughs>
2: it is. I know, it is it's so cold outside, though. Everywhere. And I don't know Everywhere. how to handle it. I grew up on an island, and this is not normal. Yeah, no. Yeah. And,
0: well, thankfully, what is it? Wednesday, by Saturday, it's going to be like almost 60 degrees, so...
2: Which is weird. Welcome. I don't like that. Because it's like, <laughs> can we decide, please? Basically, it's
0: deciding that we're all going to be sick next week at some point. Because of the constant change, and like it's going to give us a cold.
2: Oh, we're all <laughs> going to be, like sniffling around. I know.
0: It's, it's. I feel like it's already happened. Yeah. It's, it's preposterous. I feel... There. I, every time I talk about the weather, I feel like an old man, but it's know, so... oh, the but it's everywhere, and it's a little really cold this. in this room. So You
2: know you've made it to old man status if you have an electric blanket, because I have an electric blanket, and the cold <laughs> has just made me in that electric blanket.
0: Has it really? It's,
2: it's unreal. You should get one. Is it amazing? Yeah. I feel so weird that I'm talking about this right now. But no, it's awesome. I'm telling you, there is nothing. It is everything. It's everything. It's like the Leonardo DiCaprio of bedsheets. And I told my friends that the other day, That's and they hard. were like, listen.
0: Wait, explain that. I like that it's analogy. It's just like, of, it's you just, know, uh...
2: of all the actors, you know he'll never let you down. Consistent.
0: He's, he's consistent. consistent. I use he... Matt Damon in that scenario.
2: There you go. That's you. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Um, He's consistent. He's got these blue eyes that make you feel warm. My electric blanket doesn't
1: have the eyes, but it yeah. still makes me feel warm. You're right. So. <laughs> But I like you And I don't know if I need you yet But I want you just the same And the tragedy of it all is that Your heart
0: Like you know, like the first time I wrote nobody ever heard. I mean, don't I'm thankful. But like you could put stuff out, you know, on YouTube and you know, arguably anybody around the world can hear it. Is there like I mean you it's, have nothing to compare it to, but it's
2: well, it's a little bit terrifying. I'm just thankful that it wasn't a big thing when I was 12. Because I was the queen of making like fake music videos when I, I was know. 12. So I know that if that was a thing back it then, we would problem. all be sad. And just like, <laughs> what? But um, I really think it's an incredible thing. It's such an opportunity. Like We have this incredible opportunity to be connected to everything within one click. And that's unreal. And I think... It is definitely an art learning how to utilize that, and it's also like this game of chance. Like you never know when something is gonna take off, you know? And it could be someone who just posted a video that they recorded on their cell phone of them singing in a car, and it Mm -hmm. could get millions of hits. Or it could be something you spent hours on, and you're just like, this is incredible, and it gets like 30 hits. So it's so... It's usually,
0: that's usually the case.
2: I know, it's just such a... <laughs> the thing a... you
0: spend the least amount of time on is usually the thing, like, why is this like, going on? Like, oh, around? I
2: hate this, what? I but, know. Um, yeah, so it's really great. I really like it. It's definitely an interesting thing, though. Um, because you just never know. You always have to be very up-to-date on what's up there. Because also... And it's terrifying because everything's up there forever. You can never really delete it anything. It kind of is, yeah. So, yeah, even if you have the best team going behind you going like, okay, let's get all this stuff back mm-hmm. from back then, but I don't know. I'm, I'm
0: sort of thankful that I didn't come up in it because my, I'm glad that I got to make, like, even now, sort of, you know, my career where I'm now, like, I'm not to the point where, like, pub, the public eyes on me, mm-hmm. but I can sort of make these early mistakes musically or, like, the different identities I tried on, yeah. you know, try to be this weird artist or this weird or this sort of genre that it wasn't really me but I was trying it on you know we all do that uh, and nobody I got to do that sort of in quiet <laughs> I
2: know I wish I had the same thing I actually when I was in high school released two EPs
0: mm-hmm. which
2: aren't they're not up anymore they're, in, they're cool but it's definitely like 15 year old me and I remember like trying to take those down was so hard because it's like they're on so many random and things. if anybody has
0: it they can put it up if you I are know. Yeah, um, no. all my
2: high school friends are just gonna be like, ha. I know,
0: yeah. <laughs> the, 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 it's and,
2: okay though. Thankfully, it's not something that's awful, but it's just. So and even fun. if it is, like,
0: we're sort of living this generation now, or in this age now, where, like, <clears throat> there really is no bad press necessarily. I mean, they're, they're a literal. They're, they're like, I mean, Justin Bieber, and, you know, you think about that, or, like, you know, he, every bad thing he does sort of just. Propels him even Helps him. makes him even bigger, or like Miley. Like I feel like there's a whole you know theory going around now that all the stuff that she's done to sort of outlandish things, whatever, is all calculated just to get like all the controversy was just to get her bigger and and oh, it get worked. her get her record out there. It
2: worked. Yeah, it's incredible. so you know, yeah.
0: I mean, if the and we haven't done anything nearly as embarrassing as a lot of things that the, the, that could be done. Oh so, gosh. And I think if anything, it shows. Especially the early stuff. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, if my early, early, early stuff I wrote when I was like fifteen was released, like if anything, it shows how far I've come. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, shown that I that I'm actually getting better. Yeah,
2: it is really exciting. It's just crazy too because with that whole generation of the celebrities now who are doing those things and they're gaining so much traction with it, it's like you can almost like play off that. Like that's what. I recorded that cover of Wrecking Ball. Yes. And I it was so funny, because not at all was I planning on releasing it around the same time Miley released her video, but it, just timing-wise, I released it, like, the day after, yeah. and that's, it went crazy, and that's never happened before, and it's so just... Have you a gotten chance. a lot
0: of, like, hits? I mean, I've seen that yeah. video got a lot of hits. Have you gotten, like, you know, people sit, like contacting you because yeah. of that video? Yeah,
2: and which is just incredible, because when I recorded it, it was literally, I heard the song and got with my friend Tim, who plays cello. and yeah. We just... He's incredible, by the way. But, oh, um, yeah. But we just decided to record it really quick, and I called my friend Blythe to come over and just film it, and I was like, we'll just put it on YouTube. Like, whatever. Belmont, we'll see it. Because sure. the Belmont community is really tight with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then, like, days were passing, and just the views were going crazy. Yeah, be careful like,
0: about that, yeah. Oh, my <laughs>
2: gosh. It's incredible. <laughs> it's insane. I'm glad we actually spent that But it's, that's
0: well. an amazing cover. That you Thank got, you. I you guys did, a, like, an excellent job Thank with that. You. And there are a bunch of, like... You know that that song has been covered a lot on, on YouTube and stuff, but like mm-hmm. that one stands out. I think just like the quality of it helped that it was like filmed really well and yeah. recorded really well, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like over overdone or anything. The, I I'm sort of obsessed with cover like cover songs. I love like a well done cover song. Me too. <clears> I love and so there's something very like understated about that, and uh, yeah, I thought and I was like, if anything, this is like the perfect. This is like a great idea for, for you to do, especially right before you release a record. It's
2: so. And the funny thing is, like, I wish I could say that I sat down with a team of people and was like, "Listen, guys, okay. like, we're gonna this like day, go around and this video is <laughs> gonna come out." And then, but I literally was just like, "Oh, Let's I do like this. this song," and "Oh, I'm gonna release my record." then. I'm telling and, you,
0: it, that's the way. That's just the way it happens. And there are so many people right now in this town, in offices, you know, at meetings, being like, "How do we make a viral video?" They're trying to come up with it, and no,
2: you can't, you can't. Which is sad. You I feel bad can't. for all those people working so hard because you just have to throw it out there and it sometimes literally falls through and that's okay because yeah it's fine and it's you're learning and you're growing as an artist and it's okay if 80,000 people don't see a video you know like you're still growing I know and it's still I don't know I just think that whole all the views and all it doesn't really matter because the people who are supposed to hear it and who are going to be moved by it are going to find it you Mm. know which is cool I don't know yeah cool thought so
0: that's um, true and there it it it's really hard because I think I feel like part of being artistic is being impatient, <laughs> and so sort of knowing for a long because for a long time I was just like, gosh, when is it, when is things one things gonna start happening for me? Because but I was doing the thing where I would just put something out and then just sort of sit and wait for my phone to ring kind of thing, and you yeah. just have to keep you have to like it was a big sort of revelation like no, you just keep you put something out and you just keep going and going and going and like the content you put out and the songs you put out and everything, just make it as good as possible and make it as true to you as possible. And yeah. there's no real, I don't know. <clears throat> the I, I have friends still who are, you know, sitting around waiting for the phone to ring and not doing anything to help it. And it's just, yeah. it's sort of, uh, you know, it, it's sort of counter counterproductive.
2: Yeah. I feel like the thing that I've come to realize with this whole, like making music and wanting this to be my career and wanting to really invest in it is that I can't, Want it more than everything else because if I do, then if one thing falls through, then I'm just like, oh my gosh, right. like I now my whole identity is gone because I, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yes, this is what I love and this is what I want to do, and I'm gonna try, but I'm also gonna be so content with whatever it looks like.
1: Why you tell me that I'm beautiful? You're making eyes and I'm just not sure You're just cheating in your mind all that has to feel it. you dancing on thin eyes oh and if i fight it would you still be mine i really mind
2: i don't know it's exciting and it's freeing to come to a place of being like I'm okay with what this will end up looking like like whether it's Huge, whether it's small, like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be what I've dreamt it up to be, you know. Yeah. Which is exciting. I don't know. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. It. I I feel like uh, it's it's refreshing talking to you and you being so young. You're sort of at the beginning of this in a lot of ways, and and uh, as far as getting perspective, and you know, I I feel like it's it's always good. That's why I like to talk to a a lot of different people in a lot of different stages, because it's sort of. You know, and one of the biggest takeaways from people listening to this podcast, that they've told me anyway, is like, oh, everybody sort of like has the same experience, and or the, maybe the experiences vary, but we're all sort of, you know, it, we you can say that literally, you can pull, you know, Ben folds or you know Paul McCartney or anybody aside and be like, isn't it crazy that you always think that you know like the things yeah. we talked about at the beginning, like all, you know that. We are so. We are also fragile. We are also yeah. a moment away from breaking. You know, the developing a thick skin doesn't always necessarily happen. Like anybody across the board in the artistic realm will say, like, yeah, that's true. And that's a really cool thing that we're all sort of in this. That we're not alone in in that.
2: Yeah. Fragility. Oh my gosh! Thank the Lord. Think if there was like one songwriter in the whole world, he would be so misunderstood. Oh my
0: gosh! Completely. We would
2: all just be like.
0: He would be locked up
2: yeah, <laughs> in an insane asylum. I know. It would be insane, though. Man.
0: Okay, David Gross asks, Ultimate concert, who would you play with and where? Okay. This feels like a, a, a little bit... Sorry, David, but it feels like a little bit of a teen beat. Uh, like, teen... What is it? Seventeen Magazine sort of question? Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> and who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> but I like it. I
0: like it. Where?
2: I like it, too. Where
0: would you... So... Like, your ultimate show, if you think about, like, who, okay. would, you, who would you want to share the bill with? I think about that. I think about, like, who would I love to tour with and see? Who could you see every night? You know, kind of thing. But...
2: You know, okay, there's this person. She's from the UK. Her name's Gabrielle Applin. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of her? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, she is incredible. She's, like, my ultimate friend crush. Like... Oh, awesome. Yeah. She's I awesome. And she just opened for John Mayer, which is incredible. Okay. I've kind of been following her on YouTube for a while. And she, like, didn't really have much traction a couple years ago, and... Just like the whole, like we were talking about with social media, it just blew up, and she released her debut album this last year, and it um, blew up, and she's just incredible and really kind of perceives the world in the same way. She's like a couple years older than me, I think. Mm -hmm. I really don't know. But it would be my absolute dream to play a tour with her. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, which is so random, because... No, I like that. I I like that
0: it's a specific person that you might not know. Yeah,
2: she's just, I mean, the way she sings reminds me a lot of how, like... I don't know how I see the world, and so I just think we would get along well. But I guess, like, the ultimate dream place to play...
0: Like, where would you... Is there a place that you you would just... You would stand on stage, like, before anybody even gets there and be like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm here.
2: Well, probably, like, Madison Square Garden, but that's just huge.
0: That Yeah, that (laughs) would be insane. But that...
2: Think about standing on that stage.
0: I can't. It it makes me... My
2: knees would probably, like, literally go out. They'd have to, like, stretcher me out. I know. But honestly, though, that probably... That is such a big dream, and I feel like that nineteen-year-old with starry eyes, yeah, like man, Madison yeah. Square Garden, but also like, I don't know. Just looking back on this last year, like Ed Sheeran just played there with a guitar, sold out three nights. I know like one guitar, one voice. And like, that's what
0: I worry about too. Is like I'm just a guy on a guitar. What am I gonna do? No, but we're on in this. Stage. Like,
2: if that's who you are, then now is literally the time because of people like Ed Sheeran who believe in people like Passenger. Yeah. Who are friends with people like Gabrielle Applin. Like, it's this whole like. Mm-hmm. mesh of people who are just honestly like telling of their sorrows and of their yeah. joys and like I don't know so that is definitely the ultimate dream but before that the Ryman would be incredible
0: I think that's mine too oh my cause just cause I've just... seen so many shows there I and, and I have like so many people that I, I mean I, first time I played Exit In I was sort of starstruck <clears throat> because for a long time that was the moment when I moved, first moved here it was like the attainable goal like okay I think I can get to the point where I'm like playing an exit in yeah you know especially because they literally have everybody who's played there on the wall <laughs> and so you're, you're standing like, on stage you're standing on stage and there's like every like everybody who's ever like in, like inspired me as an artist is on the wall and has been on that stage and so I feel like after it, after I played exit in it was it, I was like Man, if I ever get to play the Ryman and you know, and I've and I've seen people you know play there with just a, a guitar or just them in a piano, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's totally possible.
2: Yeah, I saw Ray LaMontagne there, and then I also saw um, Dawes, and that oh, was yeah. incredible. Oh my gosh, like it's just unreal seeing people play to that room because it's so the acoustic sound is incredible in there. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just, oh my gosh, that would be the dream.
0: Isn't it interesting that we live in a time where. Like if you, the the two spectrums of music pop music are something like something like a Nicki Minaj lady Gaga that's like so produced and it's more of like performers you know that are just like doing something crazy <clears throat> and the song's sort of just a secondary or third you know it's just sort of there to to uh, sort of be like a cloak for them to wear, but and then and then that and then if you, then somebody like Adele who just stands up there with a piano and I know that's that's a little outdated I guess it's a couple years ago but it's still like that's or somebody like Mumford and Sons or somebody that get, literally gets up there with a guitar and yeah. and can play and like that that's the, so it's the most raw and the most sort of overproduced are like coexisting and Which they're both is so just funny. as popular that's yeah. it's kind of insane I like
2: to listen to pop radio and have something like that come on and then. This sad song by Passenger, It just come on, and yeah. it's like a man and his guitar, and I'm yeah. just like, it's like
0: really stripped down. Yeah. Well, what Star Wars character would you be?
2: No idea. <laughs> Listen, I'm so embarrassed. I I'm
0: just kidding. Know
2: nothing about Star Wars, which is sad. I mean, I, think I watched that's okay. it. I watched it as a kid, all growing up. I just haven't watched it since I was, you know, 10, 12. Yeah, my roommate though. Oh you can gosh, get like references from it, it though.
0: Like if, if somebody references Star Wars, you could probably understand. Yeah, like, like
2: Luke, I am your father. I'm like cool. Star Wars, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Man, I wish I knew. My roommates actually, they or one of them loves Star Wars, and she wanted to start Star Wars Sundays. So maybe in like two weeks, I'll have an answer. I wow. Don't
0: know. <laughs> Wait, is there anything? Is there any movie like that that you that you are like oh that you've seen so many times or you are overly like obsessed with
2: that? Um, let me think. I hmm. I love Five Hundred Days of Summer.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, The Titanic, and that is the like really? cliche girl thing to say. But I love The Titanic.
0: I wonder person. when you said Leo. I was like, interesting. Oh, I wonder what what Leo. version of Leo is is I think Titanic that one. Leo
2: because he's like my age in that movie. Oh, you're right. And I'm just like, listen. <laughs> uh, even I though went, he wasn't then. I know yeah. I went on a cruise like right when I graduated high school and my, I just wanted to find a Leo. I was like, "Listen, where <laughs> so is you,
0: he?" You go down to like the deck, like to the a lower deck. <laughs> Standing
2: there with my arms behind me and I was like, "He's just going to come up at any point,
0: right?" Like where do they keep the poppers? Where you like know? The, where where are the poor kept?
2: Where where are the poor? I'll go down there right now. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm going to find one with like a like a like a tucked in starch shirt with the, oh, some my
2: heart. Dancing,
0: they're all dancing to like folk music downstairs. And uh, I'm
2: just like, Essentially,
0: everybody, like, there's such a, this is, like, the Mumford and Sons look is basically, like, stole his look I <laughs> from know. Titanic. You just go find Marcus back Mumford hair. and be
2: like, listen, let's go on a cruise, right? It's true. <laughs> like, hey.
0: Basically. I wonder if Marcus Mumford, like, saw Titanic and was like, hey, the, the, the kid's <laughs> got something. Is,
2: this is where we're going now. <laughs> so, everyone, here
0: we go. So, February 4th.
2: February fourth is when the album comes the out. Album comes also out. the new music video, which
0: oh, is exciting. Who wait who shot the music video? Um
2: Zachary Gray. And he's okay. incredible. He, is he a Nashville guy? Yeah, he's from Nashville. Well, he's from Kansas City and he lives in Nashville now. Um and goes to Belmont is on the track team. Super okay. cool. And he is one of the most creative people I've ever really? met in my whole life. Yeah. And so
0: Is he, it just a hub of creativity over there? Are you just sort of overwhelmed? because
2: yeah, like my one of my best friends, Zachary Dyke.
0: Um, mm-hmm. recorded
2: the whole record. Okay. And I was going to ask who who yeah. did the
0: record. Did you do it at Belmont?
2: Um, we actually did it at Schematic Studios because Zach hmm. um, has friends there and works there. And so okay. it's incredible. And then Chad Walbrink did mixing and mastering and he graduated from Belmont. So it's literally just all my friends. And That's once, awesome! Like, really Man, it incredible. sounds great. Like they, you guys did such a good job. Yeah, it was actually it was Zach's first um, first time producing a whole record, and he oh, did wow. incredible. Like, yeah, he completely knocked it out of the park. So it's fun. We're gonna start working on new stuff soon, which is oh, really? kind of exciting. Yeah. I know.
0: I know. That's always exciting.
2: I know, because once it's like you're finished, and then you're like, okay, like what's the next thing? But yeah. I'm definitely gonna let this record have a lot of time to be. Yeah, you definitely realized. should. You
0: should. Yeah, I've sort of got to that point. Where I, pre- I released a record in July and I'm already ready. I'm already thinking about the next thing, but I'm like, I probably should give it.
2: Oh yeah, I won't another be really, year. Yeah. I won't be <laughs> releasing anything until like this time next year, or yeah. even just like next August, like a whole.
0: Yeah, give it. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would encourage you to to give it a little bit of time too. Cause oh yeah. But, I mean, the way that the internet works, you, you could just, it, it could, you know, like we were saying, you could take off tomorrow and everybody could know about it kind of thing. That's so, crazy. What if I that happened? What if that happened? Oh. Let's hope.
2: If I play Madison Square Garden, you're coming. I know. Well, there we go. Yes. Me and Gabrielle Afflin, like, hey. <laughs> That's right. How'd well, thanks
0: for doing the yeah. Liza Ann. Wait, what's your last name? It's not...
2: Otachowski. It's a mouthful so and we good. can leave it out. <laughs> so.
0: Otachowski
2: polish
0: you get oh really i'm i'm part polish <laughs> oh, God, oh really polish.
2: me too <laughs>
0: well we're related now there we go. um odachowski that's i feel like you could just go by that one word
2: Oto, yeah Otochowski. Just, hey my band name
0: you're either <laughs> there you go
2: odachowski i feel like <clears throat> Ugh. it's just so it's so much that's how i feel
0: i don't know i kind of like it you're too close to it you don't know but Liza Ann is good it's very
2: yeah, yeah i think it's simple
0: yeah it is very simple well, thanks for doing so this. Time.
2: Yeah, thanks for inviting was, me. I'm, I'm
0: glad that our first conversation ever was recorded.
2: Me too. <laughs> for... We should record all of them. We should. Just...
0: That'll do it for episode 54. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Liza. Uh, wasn't she delightful? I, I feel like I found a new friend. Uh, so good. Uh, also, thanks to David Gross and at The Daily Claire for submitting topics uh, in this episode for us to talk about. Um, if you, you can check out more of Liza Ann and her new album, The Colder Months, on iTunes now. For Who Writes the Stuff, I'm Nick Flora. Go do something creative.